exclusive off-air content for people traveling or just wanting extra stuff because we're not working Thursday. So drive safe if you're listening. Safe travels if you have kids. Put those iPads on and give them fruit snacks. Uh, I don't have to say anything. Let me make sure we're on the air. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, it's Eric Floyd and our good friend, our dear friend. Melissa Andrews from Channel 11, WTOL, WTOL is here. You, you gave little Mel Mel. She's a little Mel Mel. Hi. Hi. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving. And same to you. What were you, uh, were you guys talking about? Mall stuff? We're talking about mall stuff. I can't and believe they're open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they are. Um, At 2 p.m.? Yeah, so the mall specifically, but I know Penny's, all the big box, all the big stores. So all the outline, Penny's, Dillard's, Macy's. Is there another one over there? Yeah, I think those are the three. Dick's, and, maybe... Maybe yeah, but then some of the smaller stores inside will be open too. But like I know for like our wing, the a child's place and Spencer's aren't open. Good. Sorry. So uh, Floyd has a theory, and I agree with it about why there's. And I don't. I haven't sensed the outrage this year over that. What's your theory? What's about the malls about, being open? Is it the uh, what my family's doing? Like, well, no, you you're fine with it because you get paid. Oh and- yeah, we get paid a very very very. We, it's lovely. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> mad about it. And yeah, it's just what. And when I went for my interview, like I said, I switched careers and went for interview. And the first thing she said was, "Are you okay with working Thanksgiving and Black Friday?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, I know it comes with the territory, but then we got a newsletter saying how much we're getting paid, and I was just like, "Oh, absolutely, I'll work this." But my normal eight-hour shift is only. I'm not gonna say how much we're getting paid. Is just a four-hour shift. Mm. So they're I worked at Toys R Us when I was in high school mm-hmm. for uh, a holiday season. Mm-hmm. It makes the hours, you know, the day goes by oh, so fast because sure. you're so busy. Yeah. And while consumers seem to complain, let people be with their families on Thanksgiving. I don't know if actual employees Mm-mm. were gun to their head forced to work those hours. No, because there was, um, I know at Penny specifically, there was a sign-up sheet. Like, it was like 50 slots open, like, but once... That was sheet was filled like those people had that day off, but mm, I feel bad for people. But I knew they took it. They most places do take considerations. People with family, like I don't have a problem. I don't have kids. You know what I mean. I have my mom, my sister, my nephew. But he's thirteen. My mom's getting older. My sister's getting older. So like, our, and I told you yesterday, our family dynamic since like my grandma's passed, uh, my aunt has passed. Like our family dynamic Changes. on holidays mm-hmm. hasn't been is prominent as it was years before like it's sad to say it but kind of just like i'll see you when i'm done you know what i mean instead of like well grandma's coming around this time 18 is going to come at this time let's all try to be here so we're all here but since the family's kind of thinning out i hate to put it that way you know they're dying but it's just one of those things that like it's not it's family focused as it was anymore. And it's sad as an adult to think back when I was like a teenager, yeah, my grandma was like, memories. yeah, it was such a good time to be like all of our cousins playing in the backyard when snow was on the ground. My mom was like, put a coat on, go out, play with your cousins. And we go, but now that we're all adults and I kind of feel like my nephew's getting cheated. Cause like, yeah. he just, he doesn't have any cousins. Sorry, Jay Sean. But like, he has like my cousin's cousin's kids, but I feel like he's kind of cheated. Cause like we would just stay hours on it like we would be mad when grandma or my mom would be like time to come in dinner time mm-hmm. we'd be like oh man i'm sure there's a, there's a tablet that can keep him occupied we would rock back and forth on my grandpa's uh rocking chair we'd oh, all get yes. on there we'd flip it over exactly. we'd be so happy what are you doing for like, you're going east i'm going to the cle mm. today my parents are divorced so i have to drive all over town to make mm, sure i that's see not everybody Ooh, what time are you leaving i don't know um 
But I appreciate it because on the line of what you were talking about, my first TV job was in Terre Haute, Indiana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's that? Exactly. Okay. And the only place open was the Chinese place. So oh. we there would be like two or three of us working on Christmas. We dragged the Christmas tree in from the sales department mm-hmm. and put it in the newsroom. And we ordered Chinese. Right. And that was so depressing. Right. <laughs> but you made the so best depressing. of it because you knew you had to do it. Like for for this day. Carl the camera guy will be my fake brother. We we are we are a family unit now. Well, what's your so you got to get everybody in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And how how are the kids in the car for that trip? Do they behave? Yeah, they're not too bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they have outbursts or hit each other or something. I mean, it's like love and hate with right. a sibling. They're a fun a road trip with kids. They're though. a fun follow. I mean, Rory mostly. Um, it's weird, and I know it's this time of year, but. The Miles Garrett thing just happened like last Thursday, and now the Steelers and Browns play again. Where is Rory, your youngest, on this? Is he hyped up? Go Browns! <laughs> yeah. yes. yes, Rory videos are one of my favorite things in the internet. Right next to yelling lady, I mean, he hits his siblings over the head all the time with stuff. He didn't say anything wrong with it. <laughs> he was what? like, hey, "There's someone like me out there." <laughs> what was his prayer? You didn't answer me on that. You said he was praying. I think he says, "God is gracious. God is good. Thank you for this food, and thank you for everyone." Amen. Was that just, he burst out? I didn't teach it to him. I feel like maybe he learned it at school. It just kind of came out of nowhere? I mean, I would love to, but yeah, he started saying the whole thing. Uh, What do you want to talk about? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm going back downtown to my old neighbors. Oh. And I think last year he kind of started something. I think he got Costco food. And just put it all on warmers, and it was a it was a good time. So I'm gonna get the dogs uh, to go see, do that. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like how again talking about you know your grandmas mm-hmm. and stuff. When you become accustomed to a meal, yeah, that's cooked a certain way by mm-hmm. your family. When you go to someone else's house, it's so nice when they invite you. But especially if they're warming up, it's like, ooh, yeah. this is not grandma's. Yeah, I don't know if it's like you even before like you even taste the food, like the aroma <laughs> billowing around the house and you're just like, Oh, I, I smell the cobbler. Oh, there's the stuffing or dressing, whatever you want to call it. Oh, there's the turkey and ham. Like but I think going to someone else's house, you kinda like you you get the sense of the smell, but you're kinda just like, These aren't my people. Yeah, and I was invited when I lived in Terre Haute very graciously, but they had Rocky Mountain oysters in their stuffing. That's like a thing. Mm. Somebody made that, I think, for um, our, you know what con- that is? our contest Mm-mm. last week. Isn't that like um, goat's testicles? Rocky Mountain oysters? But that sounds... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, That's oyster, what they do. Oysters doesn't sound like a thing for Thanksgiving. So, I mean, how do you feel if it's like not the way you are used to having that big meal? Or like they made noodles, homemade noodles, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Don't they, you feel like they graciously nostalgia? Well, okay, so put it because you've lived in Toledo for a while. What is something you miss from your, like, what is what is a fond memory what that you're like? What was the dish or, yeah, something you did? It was so long ago for me because, like, with Floyd, I was gone for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was gone now 20 years, so I never went home for Thanksgiving or anything. And by the time I did get back home, people were dying like flies in winter so i stopped going to thanksgiving like thanksgiving was it was kind of sad i told floyd yesterday um i think i don't know 2010 2011 there were three people that's not thanksgiving to me so i i kind of i stopped going because i just wanted to just 
chill at home and enjoy my time off. And I wanted to keep it as a memory where mm-hmm. there were grandparents and right. some uncles. And, I yeah. think this is exactly, I mean, a lot of people go through this. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people, they say, who um, the holidays are a lonely time mm-hmm. for them. They would you, rather, like you said, work or way something. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a very, very positive conversation. <laughs> but, but it's true. Uplifting. Like, <laughs> as you're driving. But, but okay, so since you said... 2010, like three, but is there like a memory of like as a childhood memory that just sticks in your head? Like, oh, my brother fell, but we all laughed about it. Or you still like a story you could bring up, yeah, with your family today to be like, oh, remember that one time? Okay, yeah, Rami, next time my dad visits and he comes in, or we have him on the phone. So I think it was a Thanksgiving, it dinner had wrapped up, everybody migrated to the living room, some people had left. And Basic Instinct was on. Oh. And I... <laughs> I did not see that story. It went to midnight. <laughs> and I had kind of dozed off on my grandmom's lap. Mm-hmm. But I was still awake. And that scene hit in that movie. And my grandmom's like, thank God Eric's not a lot. Eric's not awake right now to see this. And I had heard about... Oh, what- Yeah. But, so yeah, so that, that woke him up. Yeah. yeah, that's my Thanksgiving memory. I'm sorry, there's nothing more than that. But that, but that's funny. that reminds me of when I was a kid. There was times that I would let we um, we lived in Fort Huachuca, Arizona, and like I remember Bless my you. <laughs> stop it. My dad was on the couch and my mom was on the other, and I like, had fell asleep and they were watching some movie and they were like cuss words and like I remember my dad going oh thank goodness that boy's asleep and I just remember <laughs> laying there going <laughs> yeah I heard them say the f word like and it's one of those things as a kid you do the whole thank god he's asleep and you do that fake yawn turnover thing you're like oh. and my mom's like and I'm like just laying there like oh I got these people in the palm of my hand and then as I got older I was like those two knew I wasn't asleep Melissa <laughs> what would happen if you had to host Thanksgiving would you be I've able done to it. I loved it yeah so I make the guys fry anything? the turkey in okay. the um, driveway, and then I do all the sides. I've had Chris Vickers over. Nice. We'll- he likes the Thanksgiving wine. <laughs> so, so we had underlining, um, underlining. We had like a continued story all week. Are you a side dish person or the main meat? Is person? it what I like to bring or eat? No. Would you do you pile up on side dishes or focus? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite side dish? I make these really great Brussels sprouts. We had a little party at work today, and I brought them with. Mm-hmm balsamic, bacon, and brown sugar. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I've been bringing it the last couple years to my families, but then like we have kind of this like internal mafia in my family. It's (laughs) my grandma, my aunt, and my other uncle. So my aunt never um, left the house. So she and my grandma are like this girl gang, uh-huh. and whatever they do, you do. Mm-hmm. Whatever they say, you do. Uh, I just imagine like um, the Godfather. Yeah, like they're the. <laughs> she just turns around the chair like Melissa. They're the monarchy, <laughs> right? So they, so I get a text saying Grandma wants you to bring dessert and not the Kroger cake. That cake mm. has changed. They used to come over here and be like, we want the Kroger cake. That would be like their first stop in Toledo. They only come like once a year. They don't Mm -hmm. even stop here on the way to Chicago. And they go there all the time. So I was talking to these people at work today. I said, well, what should I bring? They said, no, you bring the Kroger cake. Mm -hmm. But but it changed. (laughs) Because then they'll just stop asking you to bring it. Or I said, well, what if I bring like a fruit cake and said, this is the dessert. You didn't want a Kroger cake. Bring a fruit cake. It's your out in the family. But it's like unnecessary work because you know when you go to Thanksgiving, there's literally... 12 desserts, pies. Uh, I mean, it's just like busy work because I'm like the baby in the family. Okay. It's just like, well, we'll give her this to do. do you, but don't do this. 
I was gonna say, do you ha- are you do you have that type I'm of family? I'm gonna sit at the little kids table where yeah. like you sound like you have a big family. I have mm-hmm. a big family too. Like when we do all get together, do you have that one family member? You don't have to say who it is. Where they're like, you bring something, and you know it's like bomb and banging and everything. Oh yeah, they're gonna say this and cake is dry. They love it, but you have that one relative yeah. who just goes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, what, All what of does them that do, mean? Though. All of them. Are do. there people that when you go to Thanksgiving or holiday stuff that you don't look forward to seeing? Like they irritate you? I think with my family, I always really look forward to seeing them, but then I expire in like a few hours. Mm. It expires. That's you what know? wine's for. Yeah. But I did see this thing. Did you see the Guess Who? No. Thing. Mm-mm. Remember that game where you like ask questions and you mm-hmm. flip over the people in the yeah. cards? Well, you can do it now with like your family members' faces. So then it's really awkward because you have to ask questions about who's this person, like uh, who's the creepy one fun. who does this with this, uh, and then you that's have to you, flip over the face. That's something you play after three bottles, <laughs> three three glasses of wine. <laughs> uh, you're what do you, you went to the Ohio State game last weekend, right? Yeah, the Ohio State Penn State game. Mm-hmm. What are you? How are you feeling for Saturday? I think that Ohio State cannot make the mistakes that they did with Penn State, but I think it's going to be maybe 27 to 14 Ohio State. Thank, well, there we go. Look at that. Some sports analysis from Melissa. Yeah, sports. I just want the team to win. Ohio State? Yes. I do. Um, uh, yeah. You, you oh, just say the team. Floyd. The t- yeah. Not, oh, not yeah. that we have everybody listening. That number that I gave you that Alex scoffed at me at and, and Eric. Oh, yeah. I, that. I, <laughs> got, I, I found it specifically. Um. Urban Meyer, so Michigan has five 11-win seasons ever. That's like one or two games less than the most you can win. Michigan has five 11-win seasons ever. Urban Meyer won 11 seasons in every year he's at OSU. Seven. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Uh, a lot to a little. sports knowledge at me and numbers, I'm just like, huh? Give me good stories about the kids. What season is recent? She's just in the attitude season. She's mm. going to be 11. I try 11? to talk to her about oh. like periods and, you know, are you going to learn about sex this yeah. year? And she just. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. But, but no, wa- no, no. It has to happen. Yeah, because-, because I mean, you can't be. What if a girl, you know, like you have to know this stuff. And I meant like basketball season. And you go right into periods. But like, you asked her about. I'm, I'm team you right now. So I told you this off air when we first started. I didn't learn about sex until like. Sex ed, like my mom was just like, I don't want to venture down this with. She was, but a it's hard mother. because she says like, I don't want to stop. You know, she like goes <laughs> yeah. absolutely crazy and, and get defensive. And you lost your virginity when you're 28, which is the way it should be. Me? Yeah. How dare you? I was not 28. It was late, and it worked. It was late. How dare you? I was 21, and I was drunk at a bar, and I found my friend. I said, Let's go. It's longer than most people these. Days. Melissa would be <laughs> ha- happy as anything if she waited. All the kids waited till at least 21. What is he saying? <laughs> How I was going to ask you. Kids season. Oh, uh, wait, wait. we asked, uh, Sam Eldon was here earlier. Um, he told us that his nine-year-old would like a phone, and she had like an eight-point plan. I showed him that a friend of mine on Facebook. What is an eight-point plan? Like eight reasons why it would work. Oh. I showed him a friend of mine on Facebook. Her daughter's about the same age, and she had a very like rudimentary PowerPoint as to why she should be upgraded from the <laughs> yeah. X to the XR. So what are the kids after for gifts? Yeah, so she wants a phone, and 
I'm, Does she have one now? She has like an iPod that you can only work on Wi-Fi. But here's the thing. The things that I've seen do not make me think that she can handle a phone. Like these group chats mm-hmm. that the girls get into and then one of them removes someone from it. She's and, a mean girl? No, she's she's the one being removed oh. by oh. one of her soccer friends. So then, Oh no, yeah. That's like inviting, that's inviting well, the controlled chaos into your life. Yeah, and then they do this TikTok videos, which have a couple of those I've listened to and they she have these TikTok. cuss words in there. I I hate it too. I say this is so dumb. I'm sorry it is. So then they're looking for how many likes they get on there. And I just don't think it's healthy. And I think when when I went to school, people wanted to kill me. I remember in sixth grade, I went up to the um, lunch line. Mm -hmm. And this is when you're just getting to junior high. You don't know all these people that you're sitting with. And I came back to the table and these girls were like, Christine McKee wants to kick (laughs) your... Booty. Ass. Yes. So I said, well, who's that? And <laughs> right. I thought I was going to get murdered. And my mom was like, well, you're going to school. Yeah. You're going to school. There was none of this help for you or anything anymore. So now, though, these kids, they can bully each other outside of school. They've only grown up with the technology. Mm-hmm. There's no escape from but it is- mentally. And they just said the other week that the su- suicide 10 to 14 is the number one killer of kids 10 to 14 now. Suicide. That's crazy. In in Ohio, we were talking about that with with Alex, about a topic we had That's so scary. And you're not telling me that has anything to do with technology. I I mean, and I, at times I'd be like, you know what, it's the platform, but it's really people misusing it. And, And if you look, you can match the data up of, kids and younger people younger 20s they have grown up in there they have not grown up in a life without technology so it's pretty easy to marry that to the fact that those people seem to have at least at this point more mental health troubles than anybody else whereas people our age we have our issues but for the most part we can manage it we can go talk to a therapist we can go talk to friends where Mm -hmm. they're locked as you said your daughter can be locked in that world i want to ask melissa a question before you hop in have you sat down with her and I guess it's the same thing. You give your kid the talk and you say, look, I love you. I don't want you to do this. This is better for you. It's better for you this way. And they scoff at you. But have you talked to her about why you don't want her to have these things and why you believe it's better for her? Yeah, I do. The hard thing is, though, is you know when you're the parent, then you feel like, are they going to be ostracized because they don't have that way to communicate with their friends? And mm-hmm. that's the way that they're all communicating so then you're fearing that you're doing some sort of harm that way i'm definitely not one i always say i don't care what your friends are doing but you know if if that's the way that the kids are communicating which it is then you feel like ugh, is she gonna be a big you know you also don't want to be that parent that's like keeping her back with well while they're still bullying and be like well we can talk about her because she doesn't have a phone anyway Mm -hmm. and i was going to say to elaborate on your point about back in the day when they're like oh so and so mine was um I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> we'll call him DS. No, say his name. No, we're not going to say his He's name. Probably He's probably bald, overweight, ugly, hitty. Somebody that bullied you? Yeah. So it, it was like- Probably in jail. I remember like he was like, he said he was going to, I'm going to kick your ass after lunch. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, you know, like, but we said, okay, and nothing ever happened. Nowadays, kids say that, and they do it to the point where kids do hurt themselves. So they don't even have to, like, if we're in school. Melissa, I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. But you keep going. Melissa, I'm going to keep, you know, I keep hounding you so much that you go to the point that at the end, you kick your own ass and you like, you off yourself. You and the I mean? kids and don't it, know how to take tone mm-hmm. too in the text. So if someone doesn't respond to him or says, I'm busy, they take it as like, I'm busy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, or, so then they get all upset and they don't know how to control their emotions and they don't really, you know, I don't think they develop 
communication, verbal right. communication Look, either. Adults fail at it. So of course kids are going to fail at it. And we, we talk about it all the time when we do it, when Jen and I go out with a suicide prevention coalition, um, as Floyd has already illustrated that literally the, the bullying is with you in your back pocket. Like there were times where people threatened me and it was like exactly what you guys said. I'm going to kick your ass. Well, usually by the next day they forgot and you moved yeah. on with your life. Um, but we, I was terrorized. I really thought I was going to get murdered. Okay. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I, I, I had my share of fights and I got bullied and I, I did bullying too, but usually we could get away from it because you went home and it vanished for the time. But now it's in kids' pockets all the time with their phones. And, but I also like to tell the kids when we do the talks, while that follows you home, you also have resources that we didn't have. Like I always talk about the text line 741741, the crisis text line. So right. they, they have resources available to them. And we just have to let them know about them and that it's okay to use them. But do you also find, because even like, my outlet when I was bullied for the time that I was, it wasn't too dramatic. I told my mom, and my mom was like, oh, hell no. You know what I mean? But I feel like sometimes kids tell parents nowadays, and they're kind of like, oh, you're okay. You're See, fine. See, that's how I feel like it was with me. Yeah. But now I do think, yeah, maybe, but I think, you know, at least at school and stuff, it's, you know, if you're a bully now, it's kind of like faux pas. Or, you know, people mm-hmm. are more against the bully, I think, now. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, because they have like the anti-bullying yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like, the they kindness the programs and things like yeah. that. I think, yeah, the bully is kind of the one that's ostracized now. But now I, I've come across more schools trying to, as we talked about with the uh, the kid who brought the gun to school. Okay, you, you did something really dumb, violent, almost violent and, and extremely dangerous. Um, why did We're asking why, because... When we were growing up, it was the bully got suspended or whatever. But now we're going, what's going on with this kid? Why is this kid acting like that? Why is this kid treating other kids this way? Is it something behavioral? Is something with the parents at home? We're asking more questions because usually a bully just doesn't become... It's like hate and racism. It's learned from somewhere. It's right. He probably had it done to him. Right. So it gives him more power to do it to other people. Wow. Uh, mm. Dying relatives... Teen suicide, anything. But it's real, these are real life issues, know, though. You know, know what I mean? Like as With much a Sylvania mom, <laughs> but like she's a mom who's going through. Like she has a preteen who will become a teenager. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm thinking no phone after this visit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do what is uh uh was Drew Drew one? the middle child? Mm-hmm. He's he's Drew's not his favorite. Why? Because Reese is cool and sporty, and Rory is an internet lunatic. Drew's too perfect. He's yeah. like perfect athlete, perfect grades. Uh-huh. I don't know. So yeah, nothing's going on. He just likes his sports, and he has a little girlfriend for a few years now. Oh. He brought her um, flowers and candy the other day. Oh, we're day. gonna shut that down before he's uh, before you're. Uh, are you thirty seven? No, he had a little triangle last year a with what? The two girls. Drama. And then this year we walked into the open house, and they both walked in. Right at the same time. And it's he like, sits like pretty much in between the two of them. The Bachelor Junior. He sat in the middle so they knew? Oh, yeah. No, now the, uh, the real girlfriend's in the class, and now they're all kind of sitting in a triangle, too. But he's more committed to <laughs> to Brooke these days. He's seven? He's He'll be nine I mean, in February, but it's been a couple years. I mean, it was a little rough last year. He with can't the commit to a fruit side snack. Chick. <laughs> Not a fruit snack. What does he want for Christmas? All the same, all Ohio State stuff. All Ohio State stuff. What does so. Rory want for Christmas? Miles Garrett's suspension r- to be um, reduced? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants a Garrett jersey. No, he wants the Paw Patrol fire truck. He's oh, all nice. into Paw Patrol. You know, I could have given him all the stuff that I had to give away 
from my relationship because we we took everything out of Toys R Us when it was going out of business. We bought all Paw Patrol stuff, and it was in my <laughs> house, and it was the one thing you didn't that was give left. it back to the little boy. She, it was in a toy box at my place, and she left it, and I wound up giving it to my friend Jody to give to mm. her nieces. Oh well, but yeah, I had all that Paw Patrol stuff. I am way in on. Did, did you guys? Did he want to go to the Stranahan show? When's that? Has he? It was oh, this ha- Sunday. Oh, yeah. has he ever been to Paw Patrol live? No. Did you bring him to this? Did you guys have the Paw Patrol people in? No. One of the shows. One of you guys did, oh. I think. It might have been at noon. Oh. Well, he's. You know, I have bigger problems with him. He sucks his thumb and has the other hand down his pants, like Al Bundy. And I keep telling him How that's going to turn black, and How? your teeth are going to turn black. He's four he? and a half. <laughs> He's living his best life. And so it, he stopped. He took it really seriously uh-huh. at first, but now he's back to doing it. <laughs> he back. Wait, what does it say? He's back on this He stuff. really loves <laughs> Dr. Dr. Pimple Popper. He's like, oh, oh she takes out big lipomas. No. He loves lipomas. Rory, Rory is a good YouTube show waiting to happen. <laughs> he loves oh, lipomas. No. Yeah. Can you give us, uh, do you, have, you have anything on the Notre Dame stuff? We talked about it this morning. We were disappointed as many people were. If you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. No, I don't really. Okay. It seems like they wasn't there an wasn't it pretty obvious before they went that this could have happened. My I think girl. that would have prevented a lot of <laughs> my girl. Yeah, a lot of issues. <laughs> right. Yeah, and the, the, we don't know who the chaperones are, but that makes sense because the school they're probably donors or paying parents, and the school wants to protect them. But it's unfortunate. Hopefully, it'll be a learning situation. Yeah, yeah, I think for everybody. But, you know, I feel bad on both sides, I guess, because, well, for any parent or student, because if the parents had not had that, you know, these are only 13-year-old girls, right? If they haven't had these conversations yet about maybe some of the things that you're going to see in the world, whether, you know, we live this way or not, then I think um, those conversations were then forced right then, you know? But I feel like at 13, you should have some way of the world and what's going on, but... I. you do. I just want to know. Off of TikTok. I, my, my, I know some TikTok dances, by the way. Um, I just want to know, like, was it like in a when it happened? Was it like a oh oh we got to like was it was a scene <laughs> cause or was it like a tap tap? Mm-hmm. Yes, let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go. like if it was a subtle, let's go. But if it was like a, I guess if it was. Well, a, I think the girls a, were going to be disappointed anyway because they traveled all that way. Yeah, and they're they get to see a show. The show yeah, and, and I think the the girl that started the tweet. I don't know. I, I can't read her tone in the tweet, but it seemed like she wanted the families to get the money back more than anything, let alone aside from the fact that it, why it happened because it probably cost a, a good money. Floyd, what does the Nutcracker cost to go see in Chicago? Oh, I mean, when we went to go see the Share Show, that was easily one seventy five, and I think the Nutcracker here is like the fifty to hundred dollars. Well, now let me ask you this because we like to have some discussion on these commercial breaks about stories that are mm-hmm. controversial or could have a multiple sides. So for you, do you think that they were not being inclusive by getting up and leave? Or would it have been not inclusive if they would have, you know, shouted something at them or been, you know, I very think, aggressive, but to just get up and leave and say, this is not for us. Do you think that is not inclusive? I'm going to, I'm going to say this because <laughs> I'm, as sound mind adults who chaperone this, because it, mm-hmm. it was stated that the chaperones that I would have sat through, there is an intermission. At intermission, depending on where it went, I would have got up and told the kids to leave. I would have been respectful for the arts and the theaters and stayed there. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't have brought this issue up unless a kid had said something or unless you, as a chaperone, you know your kids. You go to the administrator first. You don't just get up and leave in the middle of performance. Because in that moment, you're depriving, maybe maybe your kid, you don't want to expose your kid, but you're depriving Jane A, Jane B, Jane C, Jane D, who is just like, I'm never going to get to come to Chicago and see a show, probably ever. And you deprive those children over how you felt away about something. And it wasn't from the school. That's what I'm trying to understand. Mm-hmm. So I don't... It's hard to say. I, If they felt that what they did was right, kudos to them. I just want to know how they did it. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Was I, it like... I don't care how they did it because it was wrong, period, for why they did it. And, and you're right. Doing it in the middle is a lot worse than waiting for intermission or the show's about to start. Yeah. I have a problem with why they did it because it was a teaching. This was not like, oh boy, these are Nazis. We've got to go. We don't want you to see this. This is. Well, on the other side, I haven't really heard anyone bring up that, you know, these kids go to a Catholic school Mm -hmm. and a lot of people do read the Bible and believe that Mm -hmm. homosexuality is, you know, forbidden. That's their belief. Yep. So, in that regard, if you're going to a Catholic school, that's where I think, why are, are the parents sending the kids to the Catholic school? Is mm-hmm. it for a certain belief system? Is it because they don't want them to be exposed mm-hmm. to certain things that they perceive happening in the public school? So, I do think that's part of the conversation. It's a, it's a great point. but Now, it would have been totally different if this, in my opinion, happened in a public school. But... I- I just think, and then to elaborate on the Catholic school, like you went to one of the most friendliest LGBT cities, Q plus Mm -hmm. cities in America, Chicago, and you were taking your group to see, right, the Nutcracker, and I'm and I'm I'm gay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stereotype it. Most men in ballet tend to be homosexual, not all, but most. So like you know what, and you're seeing a show. So like that that stigma and that stereotype is there anyway. No Mm -hmm. matter like somebody could have raised this flag as they plan the trip. Mm -hmm. But I think both great points. Yeah, Yeah. but I also think too that um, you know for and I don't know a lot about this um, inclusion. What is it? Rule or something that they passed in 2014? Very boilerplate. So, and but equally, people say the Bible teaches X, Y, Z. It also teaches to love and include mm-hmm. everyone. So, I mean, uh, I think ultimately, hopefully, these kids are having some conversation yeah. with some responsible adults somewhere who are educating them on, you I know, think, this whole thing. And you, you saw it as well, because I, I, it got hotter than I expected yesterday. There was, and I think kids went out and painted a rock or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I look at it as, well... Even if you want to go with the religious belief that you disagree with that lifestyle, mm-hmm. like let's not get aggressive towards it because it, it it's not like again I'll go back to like Nazism or anti-Semitism. Like those people want to do awful things to me, and that's why if, I think it matters how it happened because mm-hmm. I don't see that it was aggressive. That's not what I'm getting out of it. Well, no, I mean from I we should all experience different views mm-hmm. and different beliefs. Some of the beliefs want me or someone of Floyd's skin color to be dead. That is right. not the that's case. Not, when it, that's no. not the case when it comes to homosexuality right. or a gay. Right. It's it's a, a teaching point, I think, to go, their lifestyle right. is that. We don't agree with it. But that was a wonderful performance. And yeah. there's nothing, they're not going to sprinkle the gay on you. But right. It, but in that respect, and I said this on air, like in the Bible teachings, like I'm a very spiritual person. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm religious. I don't throw it out there. But 
Jesus in the teachings is is based on love. Like, you know what I mean? Love thy neighbor. I've heard that growing up so many times. Like, I'd be like, I can't stand the person next to me. My grandma would be like, you know what? Love. Treat treat people mm-hmm. the way you want to be treated. Love thy neighbor. You don't have you don't have to love them, but you have to like them mm-hmm. and treat them with respect. I think in this moment, the adults should have went back to the teachings of a school mm-hmm. that they go to where right. the principle of Christianity mm-hmm. is love and respect. Yes, you don't two, have to like. Yes, two men were dancing. However, I'm like, mm. but I'm looking at my <laughs> looking at the girls I brought with me. This isn't on their minds right now. Right. They don't understand that there's two men up there. They're they're enjoying a world class ballet mm-hmm. in Chicago. Like, how many people can say they've seen a ballet in Chicago, New York, Los mm-hmm. Angeles, Miami? You know what I mean? Like in these big outlets where like we put on the, they put on these great shows like. And, and kudos to the girl who was just like, can I get my money back? She wasn't, like, malicious with the school. She kind of was just like, hey, this kind of happened. That was I'm, the girl with the tweet. Yeah, I was like, hey, this happened. Like, she didn't dog anyone. She was like, this happened. I kind of felt cheated, so can I at least get my money back? <laughs> and, I didn't even get to see the show I wanted to and see. And by doing it, I think when you're 13, it's okay to discuss sexuality. You're talking to your daughter about it with 11. But unknowingly, or maybe ignorantly, or lacking force, or, or myopically, you thrusted all these kids into the middle of, like, a, a potential social media firestorm. Which is unfair to them. Yeah. But you know what? Like, I I will say the school handled it very well with their little statement, even though I kind of- Very kinda, quickly. Which I kind of was just like, oh, this is just a copy and paste statement from anyone who's gotten caught. But I respect it. And then, like, seeing the reaction of actually people who went to the school, like, people who've graduated from there, like, I never felt this way and I'm a lesbian. Or, I never felt mm-hmm. this way. I had a gay brother who mm-hmm. went to a wholly, uh, totally different school. Like, to see these people, like, to see the conversation open up in such a positive way, like you said, these kids left. I'm sure there was a long dialogue on this bus oh, ride. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. ride home. Mm-hmm. Somewhere where they're just like, so, and I'm sure there was one kid who was kind of like, so what happened? You know what I mean? And then I'm, I hope someone was kind of just like, well, so-and-so, but this is their beliefs, blah, 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 blah. And that dialogue is there. And knock on wood, nothing derogatory, minus the leaving and mm-hmm. the beliefs, has come out of it. Nobody yelled the F word. Yeah. No I one's yelled. And, like, and, you know, and no one's attacked the school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? There's been some, man, but that, okay. that's, that's bound to happen. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. What else, <laughs> what else do you guys talk about during the break? That was a good discussion. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, sometimes I like those deeper conversations. Um and yeah, we. I mean, it could just be any story that comes around that's like, huh, I don't know if I, what do you think about this? This seems a little weird or. What was another one? Can you think of one? <laughs> oh my gosh. Totally she works at New Strike, it's all of them. And she's no, just like, Ooh. maybe while I think of that, I will say this. You know, I really think too, it's, um, you know, I come from a very strict religious family and a lot of people who didn't go to college, therefore experience other mm. ways of life, mm-hmm. people, nationalities, anything. And so very closed. So I think it is a great thing to be exposed and expose children to a lot of these conversations. Like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe these conversations now happen all over the city of Toledo because people are explaining, hey, you know, this is a good example of, you know, giving proper respect and In having like- your own way that you want to live your life, but not imposing that on someone else right. or holding it against them for a performance or and whatever. I'm, and I'm actually thinking like how you said the dialogue was open. I'm sure some parents didn't know. And like, they were like, Crystal, how was Chicago? Actually, we didn't get to see the Nutcracker. Why? Well, John, Mr. John or Mr. Jane, well, they kind of pulled us because there were two guys at the SEO stage. And that maybe that opened up a dialogue for a parent who was nervous about it. Be like, well, you know what? What they did was wrong. Or... I believe in what they did. Or, you know, mm-hmm. there's that dialogue where as a 13 year old, 
budding woman, you can come to a conclusion of yourself of like, well, I felt it was very wrong. Or I I see where they came from. Like, because you can't say, and I, I'm that rare gay person who understands everyone has different beliefs. I'm not going to push my agenda on you. Don't push it on me. But guess what? I'll respect what you have mm-hmm. to say. Doesn't mean I have to agree. Vice versa. And I hope that hope it opened up a dialogue for these young women to take on into the real world. Because odds are you're going to work with someone who is a different race, different sexual preference, different religious background. You and know what I mean? think to go along with that, when you when anyone starts telling anyone that what you think is wrong, then that's dangerous too. I mean, no matter which side you're on of any issue, when you start saying what you say is wrong, I mean, everyone... I feel like everyone just needs to do themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, just... <laughs> I have another you question you. for you. Do you. Do yeah. you. But they go back Why is to everybody that... so worried about what everybody yeah. else is doing all the time? It affects me zero. Because we love our opinions and we love to... Yeah. Th- that's the, one of the real big downsides of the internet. It has... It has given people a sense of entitlement to their opinion that, ever, that they believe everyone needs to hear it. And... A good old Donna Andersonism. That's my mom. And <laughs> God rest my aunt's soul. They would go at it about certain issues and stuff. And my mom would be like, Tina, that's my aunt's name. Just because you're getting louder than me does not mean you're getting your point across any faster. Unfor- and, like, and that's and, and that and I unfortunately and I take that, that with me. I'm just like, just because you're yelling does mm-hmm. not mean you're right. Most people, even the ones that I agree with, don't play don't play by those rules yeah. anymore. It's, oh yeah, my mom. She loves to get in on these politics. On she'll be she'll send me these tweets and so and so retweeted me mm-hmm. and Facebook and this person. Your said, mom's on Twitter. Yes, and Facebook. I don't know, probably some <laughs> name that I blocked or something. <laughs> But I'll say, like, why do you want to stress yourself out arguing right. people? You are never going to change their mind never. about anything. I That's, to me, is ugly. Like, I don't want to carry that fighting I've, in me. I had that. I think I, I hit a point. I remember when I was in my mid, mid, like, 26, 27, I was like, oh, shit, I get it now. Um, that was, like, personal stuff. A couple of years ago, I was like, "Oh shit, why am I arguing with idiots?" And like you, you, you say all the time, "You're never going to change anybody's opinion." You're never, you. like then never. I, then, when is the last time you've ever argued with someone on social media and, and they like, said you're right? Right, right. No. I'm changing my entire yeah. belief system. It normally, sounds like this. Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> like, now, wait, where'd you go? Conversely, we shouldn't live in silos, but you know, just know know what you're getting into. But I, I feel like, like you said, I mean, people will start an argument. They're not going to finish it until someone breaks. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to come to like, a, I agree to disagree most of the time. I have another question for you. And if it's 938, if you don't have time to talk about it, that's fine. Um, we got into it last week. Um, from your perspective, is where we live a safe place? Yeah. You don't I think? Agree. I, I, no, I agree. Uh, I absolutely agree. And we are we champion Northwest Ohio so much that like I get stuff on my Facebook and I, I've learned not to read the comments, but sometimes I'll dabble. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's it's honestly not bad. And he said this earlier with um Councilman um Sam, Sam. Like, We've traveled and you traveled. You your first job was in a whole nother market. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We've we have a worldly or countryly experience around this nation that bad stuff happens everywhere but for every bad thing that happens there's something so much greater happening out there that we just don't dwindle on the negative you well, know why I mean? did this get brought up did someone feel like no we something always happened no we always bring it up because but it's some, always something that happened last week there was a small crime or something and it made me want to say 
anywhere can be dangerous. Be no. aware of your surroundings, and there are certain places you shouldn't go at certain times of day. Was it the East Side thing? It was something, but someone had said only in Toledo, which is my was yeah. the most. It's the most ignorant statement ever made. I, I, I think it was also maybe there. There might have been one of the sh- shootings. Who was it? Taylor? Was here? There was a couple of shootings in a short period of time in bad neighborhoods here. Where well, most of the time people are doing things that they shouldn't be doing, no matter where they're doing them. Most of the mm-hmm. time, sometimes you'll have that rare instance when someone's just minding their own business and something bad befalls the, them. The lady at Kohl's. The lady who got knocked over the head at Kohl's. You know that no, story? No, I don't know. <laughs> this oh, was, so yeah. it was, it might have been. I think it was that. that it might have yeah. been. No, 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 no. Because I think this was this past Sunday or, or whatever. So the Kohl's over where I live on Holland, Sylvania, mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon in that big ass parking lot, some dude came up to her and said, give me your purse. She said no. He pulled out a gun, threatened her, and then whacked her on the head. Like I like to me that is like that stuff just doesn't happen here. Like the and you know because you read a lot of bad stuff. A lot of the bad things that are happened are confined to certain areas, and that's the same thing anywhere. The chance of something like that happening are so minute, but we we hone in on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know not to go certain places right. at, at certain times. You know when you go some places, you should go with certain people and whatever. But I and, also think too. I wonder. Oh, it was the bars. What? Oh, because he was shutting Ken's down. Lounge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. My mom always said, "Walk like a lion, not like a lamb." If you're walking around with your head down in your shopping bags, we do this every. The news media is known to do this every Christmas time. Shopping bags, mm-hmm. distracted people are going to come up to you, try to take your purse. What do you do? A lot of it is the way that you present yourself sometimes, I think. Mm-hmm. And if you come off as, and I don't know about this woman or anything, and I'm not victim shaming at all, yeah. but, you know, you try to be aware and attentive to what's going on around you. And that does make a difference. I yeah. mean, the police will tell you that. Well, and then you give them the purse. You don't mm-hmm. argue with them about the purse. So I think there are certain things, you know, may, who knows how this situation would have ended up if, you know, certain other factors had or had not happened. And you don't know. Middle but of the for day, the most part, it's people who are involved in bad things who are getting bad things done to them, the, for the most part. The majority of stuff that you read that people take way out of context and say, oh, I can't go to... When I first moved here, oh, I can't go to downtown Toledo. Why? It's... It's da- no, it's not dangerous. You, you said it right. The bad stuff is happening to the bad people, unfortunately. I remember one of my neighbors, former neighbors, was a TPD officer. I was like, what's with all the shootings? He's like, it's gang violence, and they don't want to talk. It's not like what happened in the Coles parking lot, mm-hmm. which, you yeah. know, 10,000 people or more will run through a shopping center, and the chances of that happening are still probably less than zero. And if zero. the woman would have just gotten her purse stolen, it wouldn't have been picked up by the media, so you wouldn't have heard about it. Is yeah. the fact right. that she yeah. got whacked, yeah. that she didn't give the purse and she got whacked that the reporter said, oh, let's run this story. So again, it always depends on the circumstances. But to be honest, I'll come in every day, I swear, and say like, I've definitely heard the craziest or worst thing. And then it's like, yeah, something you can't even imagine like a a novel you know like how some people write these amazing movies or write these books mm-hmm. and you're like how do they even come up with that or think of that it's like how does someone think to do this thing mm-hmm. you don't even it's in the same it's amazing all all the imagination and creativity is sitting there because we're all interconnected now i remember when i was a miserable teenage kid i i just was miserable i never had the thought to kill myself because the narrative or discussion of suicide wasn't there now it's out there for good and for bad um for every one maybe kid that that 
makes a suicide attempt because of 13 reasons why there are 10 other kids who now will try to help themselves because the ideas are just out there. Look, I talked about this on, on, on the air. Um, the last time we had uh, the, the shootings or that there was the bar shootings, the school shootings. Mm. When we were younger, it was, and I, do you watch Mindhunter? Mm-mm. Serial kill, like the beginning of forensic psychology. Oh, I like to watch that kind of stuff. When my dad was growing up and your parents too, they had uh, nuclear drills. Then in the 70s and 80s, it was watch out, literally unmarked vans, serial killers everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened in the because, 90s. Because like, there was like Charles Manson out in California. Yeah, the, <laughs> like, like one serial killer. So, yeah. Right. Uh, the the uh, H- Summer of Sam and then like Jeff right. Dahmer and all them. Yeah. In, in a country of mil- <laughs> and now we've gotten to the area where people want to shoot up schools and public places. And in 10 or 15 more years, we'll move on to something else. And it's it's... It's scary to think about, but you can't. And the actual chance of it happening is is slim to none. The 90s was opening your mail and finding powder in there. That was after 9-11. Yeah. Okay. Anthrax. The anthrax. <laughs> I was like, I remember but that. Like, don't an, open your mail. I remember right after those shootings where 50 people in the two cities died, I think. 50, I think 50 people in, two, in the two cities between Dayton and El Paso died. Mm-hmm. And I think the number is about 130 every Every day, 130 Americans die of suicide, and 22 of them are veterans every day. But it's not a story because, as What's-His-Face said to much derision, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, that stuff isn't isn't the spectacle. Mm-hmm. What do you love most about your job? I just like to, I like that it doesn't feel like work, right? Because mm-hmm. you like what you're doing I'm and the people that you're that with. One. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would not like to do something that I dread it every day oh it's a, it's a, i've been there it's awful I have too, it's, yeah i left the news once because people were like oh you got to get a better schedule blah mm-hmm. blah so i did it and i forgot all the things that i loved about my job and mm-hmm. i went to something that was totally opposite and i just hated it yeah. and now you i appreciate, appreciate it, it more yep, exactly so i'll yeah be hesitant did, did i share this with you i, I did it I, I learned it a long time well seven years mm-hmm. when i was seeing a career counselor she said it's like the, the 50 the 50 50 rule you should love 50 percent of your job so that the other 50 percent you can tolerate and when 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 it gets to that 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 toleration point you look back and go i love 50 percent for the longest time in my life i was like 89 11 and that began to decrease but i share that with people and i i wouldn't say 50 50 if you can do 60 love 40 tolerate you're you're in a good space because you're not going to love just right. like your relationship. You're not going to love everything about it. You're not going to love everything about your job. Mm. Yeah, I think some people get so worked up. Like if they, you know, don't like something about their job, they think, well, I'm going to leave this. Yeah. But every job them. has yeah. its BS. Every job. You're, oh, I have my dream job. And ask that person while they have their dream job. I'm sure there are days they hate their dream job. It's just... It's just life. It's the way it is. At the end of the day, I don't have anybody's brain sitting in my hands mm-hmm. that I've got to worry about or a board of directors that I have to answer to yeah. or this or that. I mean, at the end of the day, if something goes wrong, I used to get kind of worked up about it. I was never one of those people that's like, but it's my face. Mm-hmm. People are going to, you know, I don't get that serious about it, but it can be frustrating if stuff goes wrong. But I don't know. The last few years, I've just been like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm pretty much like putting on a play every day. Right. Like it's not brain surgery. Nobody's going to die here. Do you make as much as a brain surgeon? No. <laughs> right. Nice. I wish. All right. That was back in the day. No. Jerry. Else? Oh, I haven't spoken to him in a while. Is he st- I, how's the bus thing? Have you heard? Yeah, still. Still, still driving? Bus thing, yeah. So he just hosted and the And he's doing his big weekend. BG um, 
you know, the basketball season. Oh, that's right. All yeah, games, he's yeah. the PA announcer mm-hmm. for that team now. Okay, what's the next game you're going to go to? Like, big game. I don't know. I was going to go tailgating this weekend, but I don't know. You know, I always have these big plans, mm-hmm. and then I just want to stay inside. Uh, tailgating, big game. Oh, uh, you doing any vacation stuff next month or anything? No. <laughs> we like, want a I'm trip. Well, we didn't rent a trip. We went to uh, an event, a bunch of friends, and we bought this, you know. The timeshare auction thing? Auction thing. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to go on a trip like five or six couples or something, but You're like, I don't know when we'll get to that. Okay. What about you? I feel like you haven't been on a vacation in a long time. Yeah, Russell was just in here. He's like, "You're taking off." I'm like, "We don't work this 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 job is half as grueling as the other one." Um, but don't but, you have like a lot of time left to take this year? I don't know. So, are you one of those people that does not use all your days? Well, I used to. Don't get me started. Well, I, I used to, and then I heard somebody actually the guy that fired me had this thing. He's like, "We don't give out awards for you keeping your vacation days." But you know what it's you you know what it's like no. what it was like. It sucked to take vacation because you had to work so hard to get ahead. You had to get emails while you were gone, and then when you got back, you had to catch up, and it was it was. See, misery. it's different because you you have to plan your own show and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. No, uh, we'll, I don't we'll, worry about who's filling in for me. I say bye. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we'll be off the uh, we'll be off the week in between Christmas, Christmas, New Year's, and maybe here and there during December. My dad's coming to visit, so depending on when he's so here, put him in that basement. Ah. Oh no, 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 no. no. Just let me know the day so I can go out and party the night before. And now I, I know that I hate... Why does that mean you get off if the dad comes? No, I so I don't go out during the week anymore. Uh-huh. But like, there's there's sometimes that my friend's like, hey, I have to work. You should come out. And I go out during the week. But then I have to be here at like five. And I'm just like, call him in. And he goes, oh, long night. And I'm like, oh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but he can manage it. Well, I've been doing good. I haven't been out in a weekday. So what do you since- usually like fall asleep on the desk? Here? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm good. Uh, he tells me how much he had to drink, and I'm like, and you're here now? Odd, odd, Probably still going. I'm an odd morning person. Yeah. I'm an odd, odd morning person. You got anything else? I don't want to keep you any longer. Any questions, comments? I know you, don't, you can't listen to this show. What's going on with him? We get along great. Oh, yeah. I, he's, come, he's become one What's of my What's going best on friends. in his personal life? Same thing as mine. We're single I, Pringles. I would tell you. Yeah. He has his dogs. Oh, I, yeah. You just, did you have a breakup? I did. You're doing okay? I'm good. Oh, good. Yes. You're happy about it? Not at the time? What? I'm okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually really good. Look, so we can talk about it. Yeah, we had a breakup, and at first I was really heartbroken, but then life kicked in. I was 36, kicked in. So I was it didn't like, last very long, the heartbreak. No, it's still there, but like I got to keep moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like You can't just keep dwelling. And there was other stuff. What? Which we won't talk about. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I just, I'll just say this, and if you want, I'll take it out. I just sense it was trending in that way, so he was prepared for it. You can keep it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the the lack of elaboration. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him off the podcast. Well, let's talk about you. What do you want to know? What you got going on? What do I have going on? You got your dogs. I have your this dad. this peanut butter whiskey. Everybody is oh, hounding ooh. me to drink. See, the whiskey part throws me it off. sounds gross. It but, sounds like thick and gross. And then the girl on your Facebook was like, oh, it has that good whiskey taste with that peanut butter finish. I go, mm. That's what kind of made me make that face. I was like, Mm-mm. Peanut butter, like all the flavored vodkas we're used to. When somebody here told me about peanut butter whiskey because I love peanut butter. I don't love whiskey, but I like peanut butter. Um, I was like, I'll give it a shot. But peanut butter and whiskey just sounds like a weird tandem. It does. Kind of like the first time somebody told me about that. 
that coffee flavored Patron. But that was made so differently that it became addictive. Yeah. Have you had the salted caramel Patron? No. You're only allowed to buy I'm one. I'm only on White Claws. Okay, so listen. Listen, Mel. Mel. <laughs> They're getting Mix. those new flavors. Listen, I know, but Wait, me- new White Claw flavors? Oh, there's mm-hmm. three coming out. What are they? Lemon. Oh, I don't remember what they were. Watermelon? I thought it was watermelon. Was it watermelon? Oh, I don't remember. What's your favorite, Melissa? Black cherry. Ooh, so what? I, I'm a grapefruit person. However, listen, listen. Okay. Make the switch to Bon and Viv. <laughs> It's so good. Is that the one in the blue, the orange and the, the blue? The Little Mermaids, yes. Oh yeah, I've it's had that. So good. The pear one. Well, they make it sound fancy and hipster like pear hibiscus. There ain't no laws when you're drinking white claws. Yes, I, I won't not drink them now. There are some in my fridge. I, truly is still? gross. Do you like Truly? I love it. <laughs> Nasty. I like truly I do not. Somebody left a... There's... Truly does have a weird aftertaste. Mm. It has that weird, weird like... Aspartame-y. Mm-hmm. The, I'll say the, the, like um... Diet Coke? Like a diet Yeah, like soda? the weird artificial sugar aftertaste. It just like leaves the film. We are all going to be diseased in about 10 years <laughs> from all this white cloth. Yeah, but you know what? It... We'll go down it... together. <laughs> the, the, something else would have gotten us. Less people at the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for visiting. Thinning out. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, White Claw called the herd. Right. I finally get what Thanos had his infinities in Infinity Stones. We've got White okay. Claws. Thanks for hanging out. I have I have a problem Uh-oh. before I go. I am really addicted to this pimple popper thing. I had a dream the other you're night. Late so on, you're late you. on it. That there was like, you know, the can lights like this. Uh-huh. And I looked up in the stream and they were all white heads. Wait, wait. So it's you pawning it off on your child. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> someone else in the family was watching it. But now we're, we've watched every single episode. And now I have it's like, a, I follow all the Instagram accounts of <sighs> all the different is it on pimple Hulu people. Or Netflix or is it actual network TV show? Uh, YouTube TV. Oh, I it is on YouTube. You're right. You're right. You're right. Was on, but like, she's also e or something. Um, is it TLC? I don't know. Yeah, it, one, of those, yeah something it's one of those. Shows. I have a question for you. What's the nastiest thing that you've ever had to deal with like that with one of your kids, <laughs> or nastiest thing they've ever puked up or cut or whatever? Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. But you just go into this mode where you're not like, because I I don't do blood. Like if I have to get blood taken for like mm-hmm. the doctor or whatever, I freak out, like okay. pass out, blackout sometimes. Do you have three kids? Yeah. So but, she's she's. But if it's like another diarrhea. kid, if it's your kid, I don't know. You don't like freak out as bad. But oh, my kid got hit with a rock, Rory, in the head. Oh. That. Was, <laughs> That was to laugh at this? That was a little this bit of a, a freak ago. out. Yeah, she posted pictures of like Rory, who like he fell down the stairs. Oh no! Wait, I thought it was Drew who took the rock to the head. That was before. Oh, Rory had. Yeah, but you know they're boys, so yeah, that was. I mean, my kids never really had like broken bones or anything crazy like that. Nobody's puked you. anything up like that. Shouldn't have come out of you. I don't think or, so. Or the other, where did you find that? Or the other no, end? No, but Rory is now in the stage where he's afraid to poop on the toilet. So now he holds it in for like a whole week and it's like three pounds. My nephew went through It's that. like a huge yeah, lipoma. My nephew went through that. <laughs> I think it's a... I so then I, I just throw the underwear away because I'm not even messing with that. Have your other boys went through it or is it just him? No, it's just him. Okay. Like all, he's he's different child. Like he's just... He will not do it. My nephew went through it and mm-hmm. she's like, what's wrong with my child? And the doctor's like, well, it's a phase. He'll get to it. She goes... I'm tired of throwing away shitty underwear. Like, she was just like... I mean, it's like three pounds. Stuff. Yeah. We gotta go. I think Russ has to get in here, so... Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy travels. And what is it? 2714 Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Go to Vegas with that bet. Sports!